You're listening to a message from Gateway Church Geelong. We hope it blesses you. For more information about Gateway, visit gc.org.au. Today, so good to be in church with everyone. I am... I've got a word on my heart for, for all of us today. And uh, the message that I'm going to preach today is called Finding True Identity. And uh, such a relevant message for each and every single one of us. Not just a few of us, but for all of us. We all need to find our true identity. And uh, why am I talking about finding true identity today? It's for this reason. This world that we live in loves nothing more than to categorize human individuals with identities. Always has been the case. We do it with plants. We do it with everything. We just love to like put everything. It's like this is the, I don't even know like plant names. This is a tree. Um, <laughs> but who's ever heard the words before? Can I please see your ID? I mean, I, I had that happen to me this week. It's like, where have you been? Well, I was in the bank. And I was trying to withdraw a whole lot of money from Addison's bank account <laughs> so, that, so that he could buy his first car. And, and the question was, can I please see ID? I said, like, well, I haven't heard that in a while. But er, there's this, this true fact that we love to ID and identify everyone. And so we could ask ourselves questions like this today. What identifies you? Who identifies you? Who do you identify as? But the real question should be, who does God identify you as? That is the question that we each need answered. And so I want to share with you today God's heart towards all humanity. To every single person on planet Earth, this is God's heart. My first statement for you today is that God is a good and loving God who loves to identify his children. That's my first statement for you today. God loves to identify his children. And it would be fair for you to say to me today, well, if this is true, if God truly loves me as a son or daughter, where does it say that in the Bible that God loves to identify his children? Because it's not just good enough for me to say it. Like There, there has to be a, a truth to this. And so I want us to turn to the book of Matthew today, the first book of the New Testament. And these are the words of God to his son, Jesus. This is what it says in Matthew 3.17. A voice from heaven said, This is my son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. This, say, this says to me that God loves to identify his sons and daughters. God looked at his son and said, I, I love my son. I am so pleased with my son. He's following in, in the journey that I've set before him. He's following my ways and I love him. God loves to identify his children as sons and daughters. I mean, we can say God loves to identify people, but no, God loves to identify his children as sons and daughters. Even more so, he wants them to know that he loves them. I, I think we could look at this passage in the scriptures. Oh, it's great. He, like, he identifies his, his son. Isn't that lovely? No, no. Whom I love. This is my son whom I love. This is my son whom I'm well pleased. So even more so, God loves to, loves to let us know that he loves us. Even more so, he, he loves to let us know that he's well pleased with you when you're a son and daughter of God. What, what it means is this. 
When you come into a real relationship with God, just like Jesus was in a real relationship with God, He sees you as a son. He sees you as a daughter. He sees you. And when He sees you, He's like, I love you. I love you. I'm well pleased with you. That's what happens when we come into a relationship with God. So he has no feelings of distorted or dysfunctional relationship towards you. Just pure love and good feelings towards you. Why do I say that this morning? I, I, I say it for this reason. So often if we apply our own understanding of our own relationships with our earthly fathers... Now, some of us have had a great, amazing relationships with the earthly fathers, but that's not necessarily true for everyone. If we apply our thinking of our relationship with our earthly father towards our relationship with our heavenly father, he has no distorted or dysfunctional feelings towards the relationship that he wants to have with you. And I, I understand that could be at complete odds with what you understand, but this is God's heart towards you today. How do you get that relationship with God to be known as a child of God? Well, it's, it's as simple as this, really. When you believe and accept Jesus as your Lord and Saviour, you're automatically known as a son and daughter. That is the pathway. Anyone who says it's any more difficult than that is selling you something else that's not in the Bible. John 1 verse 12 says this, But to all who believed in him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. It's literally that, that simple. I truly get for, for many of you today that that may, may be a sticking point for you today. When you hear me talk about God as Father, now I, I want to encourage you just to process this in your, in your head right now. Maybe no one's ever asked you to do this. But I, I'd, I'd love you to do this, whether you do it in your head now or you do it later when you're at home. When you hear me talk about God as Father... What feelings does that stir in you today? Sometimes they're the feelings that we're like, oh, I'm, not, I'm not going there. I'm just going to open up a drawer, put that in there, lock it up. We'll address that one day. Never. Um, <laughs> so your feelings around God as your father may be clouded today. Well, maybe, maybe your feelings have been sharpened today because your earthly father was just such an amazing example of what it means to be loved and encouraged as a, as a son and daughter. See, maybe whether it be good influence or lack of influence, maybe it be through an amazing earthly influence by your father here on earth. Maybe you find yourself in a place where like, I get it. Maybe you're like, oh, this is tough. This is what I want to say to you today. God loves you. He wants to be the picture of what it was meant to be, to be known and loved and well-pleased in. So we may find ourselves at times uh, ranking God's love or judging God's input in our lives based on how good or bad our earthly understanding has been about our earthly father. I want to encourage you today. That uh, when God looks at you, all he sees is someone that he loves. Anyone who's told you any different that God's up there and it's like, if you do this, God's going to... That is not the heart of God the Father. Maybe you've grown up in a, you know, a, a church or a different group and it's like God is someone to be scared of. 
can I encourage you today? God is not someone to be scared of. God loved us. And we heard it during the communion. God loved us so much that he sent Jesus. That's the heart of God. That's the loving heart of God towards people. I completely understand today that maybe, you know, maybe, maybe you don't know God yet. Maybe you've known God for a long time. But when I talk about God the Father, maybe, maybe you feel, and I, I get this. I, I personally understand this. Maybe it's really easy to be non-trusting when it comes to this topic. And maybe you have good reason to be non-trusting when it comes to this topic. But can I just encourage you today? And I know this from personal experience. When you begin to soften your heart towards God, He comes to reveal Himself as a Father who loves you. When you soften your heart and commit to the journey of being restored and and healed from the earthly input that's maybe left you in a place where you're non-trusting, perhaps there's brokenness, perhaps there's hurt, maybe you're without hope, maybe, maybe you're carrying shame, maybe you're living with disdain even towards your, your earthly father. That's a, like a strong word, isn't it? But maybe you find yourself in that place. I, I want to encourage you today that God wants to wrap his arms of love around you. He wants to bring healing towards that. See, my personal journey i'm just going to share about a bit about myself for a moment because that's that's all i can talk about because all i know is my my journey personally but my personal journey is one of living without trust in this uh, this area and needing to be healed and restored and i i can stand before you today and so i'm i'm not the greatest human in the world like almost but not quite people are shocked he's not no I'm not the greatest human in the world but I've been restored to a point in my life where God has performed a miracle work in my life am I the best father let's not put it to a public vote today at least let's not allow my kids to be part of that vote Um, but can we just put those photos up on the screen for a second That wasn't the worst one. You, you guys remember those that time? You, I've got some photos of you, Matt. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> See, either I'm really, really good at Instagram opportunities or God has been performing a work in my life over a long period of time. See, He's done a deep work. God has done a deep work in my heart, in my life. And I've been healed and restored to be a, by the Father, to be a father. Am I all the way there yet? No. No, I'm not all the way there yet. But I'm on the journey. This, this can be true for each and every single one of us today. See, what this, these pictures really represent is that through this journey, that I've been on, God is doing a deep work. I was identified by God the Father. And what these photos actually signify is that God can do a work in your life that allows you and your family to journey towards a functional and beautiful picture of God's best for your life. So I don't even know if that's possible. Is that possible for me? See, I had those thoughts. I didn't think it was possible for me. How could God restore me to a place where I could have some type of function in a family? See, I want to encourage you with this. Ask yourself this question. What has God done in my life now? Maybe so, nothing. Do you have good friends? 
Do you have some people around you that encourage you when you're feeling down? Think about the simple things. If God has proven himself faithful in the simple things, what else could he do? What else could he do? What could God do in your life? See, when we're identified by God, loved by God, found pleasing to God, not because of what we do, but by who we accept. We accept God's love. We accept God's forgiveness. We expose ourselves to God's love in us and through us. See, what happens when you take this journey? In Psalm 144 verse 12, and you're going to read this, you're going to be like, what? I'll explain it a bit afterwards. May our sons be like fully grown young plants. May our daughters be like stately columns that adorn the corners of a palace. This is what happens when you take the journey of being restored and made whole by God. So I'm going to be a young plant that's strong. Awesome. I'm going to be a column. Oh, awesome. Great. No, no. When, when sons or daughters are healed and restored by God's love, we grow. We grow strong like, like a full plant that's grown strong and stately we're clothed in strength and, we, and beauty we, we become well formed and fully functional for our purpose our purpose to love well and be loved our purpose is to be strong pillars that bring strength to our family and the local church to be to be known and know your value to be strong, to have strength in us, to be well formed, to, to know our true position that God has for us. This is what happens when we're restored to the position of sons and daughters. No longer do we walk around feeling like we're like withering away. No longer do we like just like like holding our life together just by like, oh. no, no, we, we grow strong and well formed. See, my biggest issue before finding Jesus was carrying a mentality of being worthless and not lovable. That was my biggest issue. There's a lot of things that led me to that place, amen? I know that many people in this place will understand that too. But I got this picture in, in a moment like this. It's like I got this picture that, that God so loved the world that he sent his son. He sent him for you, sent him for me. See, when you truly meet Jesus, he becomes more than a scripture. He becomes more than John 3.16. He becomes so deeply real in your heart because you become identified by God. This is God's real message to you and I today. When you accept him and call on his name, this is what he says to you. 2 Corinthians 6.18. This is what happens when you call on God's name. And I will be a father to you and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord. Almighty. This is God's message to each and every single one of us today. We call on the name, name of the Lord. We call on God the Father. He identifies you as son and daughter. There is no greater moment than being identified as a son and daughter of God. No greater moment. No greater moment. The absolute delight as being identified as someone who is wholesome and delighted in, not because of what you can do, not because of how we camouflage ourselves to fit in, not, be, not because of how we uh, partake of being in this soul-destroying culture. No, simply because they have found a relationship with God who loves them. 
someone who is loved, pleasing to God, because they're just in a relationship with God. This is the power of finding Jesus. And so my question for all of us today is, are are you ready for a new normal? Are you ready for a new normal? We go through life sometimes lamenting and hating our lives, but we... But we, we kind of like, when, when the opportunity for new normals come along, we're kind of like, eh, maybe, maybe later. That's how I feel with riding my bike at the moment. It's winter. But <laughs> maybe later. See, when you grasp the simple beauty of all of this, of being identified God, it will change the cry of your heart. No longer will your heart be filled with ter- tears and sorrow. Instead, your heart will cry out to God with words that you may have never felt comfortable with uttering before out of your mouth. This is what the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 14 to 16 says. Those who are led by God's Spirit are God's children. They've been identified by God. For the Spirit God has given you does does not make you slaves because you are afraid. Instead, the Spirit of God makes you children. And by the Spirit's power, we cry out to God, Father, my Father. God's Spirit joins Himself to our spirits to declare that we are God's children. So maybe you've never been comfortable to utter those words before, Father, my Father. But this is what happens when God's Spirit comes into our heart. We feel comfortable to cry out to God that place of safety being identified by God, our heart becomes, our heart cry becomes, Father, my Father. As, as normal, everyday people, our outlook changes. Our outlook on, outlook on who we are and who we're prepared to be known as. No longer alone, no longer fighting to find identity, no longer fighting to find love and in empty, hollow relationships. We are no longer bound by fear to seek approval. God sees us and approves of us, elevates us above the station of worker or help. You are loved as a son and daughter. I don't know about you, that's like, that feels like good news. That feels like there's a bit of hope in that. That feels like it's more than optimism. That feels like it could be true, right? See, what a beautiful picture. What a picture of beauty to be known and loved by God. One more scripture today uh, that tells us who God is and who we are in response to him. Galatians 4 verse 16 says this, 4 verse 6. Now that we are his children, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts and his spirit tells us that God is our father. How many of you in this place today who, who know God already say, yeah, that's true. That, that happened for me. That happened for me. And this is the crux of this morning. If you listen to nothing else, it's okay. This is the crux. See, when the world identifies you, it always comes with a price. Always comes with a price. And normally the person who pays the price is you. And in all honesty, the price is astronomical. It's an astronomical price. It always takes more than it gives. It's a bankrupting price. 
the price of your health, the price of your well-being, your mental stability, your peace, your joy. Ultimately, the core of who you are suffers violence. Maybe you've never heard it put like that before. But the core of who you are is disrupted. That's the price. What a price to pay in pursuit of being identified. We take on these false truths based on false opinions and it's always for the benefit of someone else. Never for your benefit. In seeking identity through others, we, we find ourselves often used and being used as for their own agenda. It often identifies us in the end as an inferior and pain individual. How can I say that so strongly today? Because hello, that was my journey. And I know that for some other people in the social world, yeah, that was my journey too. God doesn't want that to be our journey. Here's the kicker. Here's the good news. If I left it there, that'd be a pretty terrible way to finish the service, wouldn't it? Here's the kicker. The long and the short of it is this. God doesn't want you to pay the price. And he doesn't want you, he doesn't want anything from you, in fact. He doesn't want you to pay the price and he doesn't want anything from you. In fact, he wants to take the most brutal, ferocious parts of us. And then he wants to give us the gift of Jesus, the gift of forgiveness, and ultimately the gift of being identified as a son and a daughter of God. That's his heart. If God could be accused of wanting to take anything from you, it would, that he wa- it would be that He wants to take your sin, your pain, your brokenness, your feelings of not being worthy and replace them with the gift of Jesus, the gift of sonship, the gift of being a daughter. This is the reason. Maybe it's never been presented to you like this, but this is the reason that Jesus went to the cross and rose again on the third day in the Bible to be an eternal sacrifice for all humankind so that we may be known as sons and daughters of God. This is what the Bible says in Romans 10, 13. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. This is the start of the journey of having a beautiful relationship with God and being, being identified as this is my son, this is my daughter whom I love and I'm well pleased. This is the start of the journey. It's about calling on Jesus and it's a response to God's love and a new, identify, a new identification. Why don't we close our eyes for a moment today? Lord God, we thank you for this opportunity to, to hear from the Word of God, the Bible, what you say about us, who we are and who we can be when we respond to you. I pray today for every single heart in this place, whether, whether there's people in the place who don't know you whether there's people in this church who have known you for a long time but haven't known the pure, beautiful heart of the Father towards sons and daughters. I pray that this message today for for all of us encourages us to start a journey or continue further on the journey that you've called us to, Father God, that that healing and brokenness would be a thing not just of the past, the thing that is healed and restored in each and every single one of us. Just as we're in this moment today, just with everyone's eyes closed for just a little bit longer. If you don't know Jesus personally today, if you don't have a relationship with Him, if you find yourself in a place, I want to be identified as a son and daughter of God. I, I actually want my heart to be healed. I don't want to continue on in this anymore. 
If that's you today, I'm going to pray a prayer. It's a prayer of calling on the name of the Lord, accepting Jesus and being identified as a son and daughter. And the church is going to pray that prayer with us. But if you haven't prayed that prayer before, if, or if you've been on your own journey for a bit, and you know, so I need to get back where I know I need to be. I'm going to invite you to pray that prayer today as well. Let's pray. Dear God, I thank you that you sent your son, Jesus. He went to the cross and he rose again for the forgiveness of my sin. That I may be known and identified as a son or daughter of God. From this moment on, I choose to follow you. I believe in my heart and confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. Amen. We pray that that message was a blessing to you. If you made a decision to follow Jesus, first of all, congratulations. We think that that is incredible. And secondly, if you go to gc.org.au forward slash first steps, our team has put together some resources as well as there's some information there for how you can get in contact with one of our pastors because we'd love to encourage you and connect you into the life of the church.